and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 38. John and Wendy talk to Joey Price. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going, John? I'm doing well. We are once again messing with new technology, so we're going to see how this works. <laughs> but I'm excited where we are right now, and you know, it's really hard to believe, pulling back the curtain, we are recording right after our last monthly chat, which was a great event yep. with our pals at Namely, but... Wendy, this show comes out right before the next chat. Can you believe it? Not no. next chat, our friends at Sherm, <laughs> but the actual next monthly chat. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what we're going to be doing in that session this coming Sunday? Yeah, um, we are looking forward to chatting with everyone on wellness. Uh, so we've talked about uh, keeping our minds sharp. We've talked about uh, training and education for ourselves. And so now we're going to... Um, talk about the keeping ourselves physically fit. We still need to come up with some questions, so I'm sure at this point they are posted out there. Um, but it's also that time when we're going to be talking about open enrollment. So uh, I'm really excited about this conversation and uh, just kind of to see kind of see where it's going to go. Every one of our conversations so far has gone off in some direction that I didn't quite expect, which I think is really exciting. I agree. And as someone that is getting over well, they didn't tell me it was bronchitis, but it might as well be. Uh, I need some wellness right now, and, and I am looking forward to the conversation, too. So everybody, make sure you take a look at the questions for, yep. for Sunday. We'll we'll go there. But enough about that right now. Uh, Wendy, I'll let you make the introduction, and we'll get started. Wonderful. So excited to welcome Joey Price to the show tonight. Got to meet him this summer at uh, Sherm 18, and that was awesome. He is an award-winning human resources executive, business coach, thought leader, and professor. He is the founder of Jumpstart HR, an HR consulting practice specifically for small businesses and startups, and host of Business, Life, and Coffee, a weekly personal and professional development podcast. As the CEO of Jumpstart, Joey innovates by creating HR solutions for small business owners and startup founders who want to build better and more competitive businesses. As a podcaster in the Business Life and Coffee Show, Joey shares carefully curated conversations on personal finance, psychology, professional development, and business for emerging professionals and business owners alike. BLC is a podcast focused on enhancing the quality of your business and life through relevant content that endures over time. Joey is a recent SHRM Top 30 Under 30 Award winner. Forbes School of Business and Technology Advisor, one of Forbes Magazine's Kevin Cruz's top 100 employee engagement experts in the world, and frequently cited HR and startup thought leader in publications such as Forbes, HR Magazine, Business Week, AMX Open Forum, Money Magazine, and more. Joey, welcome to the podcast. We are excited to have you. Our first question is, what's in your glass tonight? You're going to laugh because uh, we're talking about health and wellness. And here I am staring at this uh, Chick-fil-A milkshake. That's uh... <laughs> All about balance. All about balance. Everything I in moderation. I think that's a first, Joey. I don't think anybody has said milkshake yet. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yum. Yeah, my, my wife wanted something sweet. So at least we split it in half instead of uh, <laughs> tackling a whole one. So we're kind of healthy, I guess. But uh, that's what's in my... That's it's got dairy in it. Right there you go. Yeah, <laughs> mental, yeah. mental, that, that mental Calcium. Health. There you go. Growing boy. Needs his, uh, <laughs> so, Joey, we, we all don't just start as entrepreneurs and, and being quoted in magazines and Sherm Top 30 and Under 30. How, how in the world did you get started in human resources? 
Man, I, I think I'm like a lot of different HR professionals. Uh, I didn't grow up in elementary school. You know, there wasn't the HR pro that came to my career day and made me think like, man, I want to be in HR when I grow up. <laughs> I I didn't really get to know the profession until I was in college. And um, I was studying kinesiology, which is exercise science. I thought I was going to be an athletic trainer, sports medicine doctor. I hit freshman chemistry that didn't work out so well. So I, I pivoted. But I was at the time I was managing a band that I was playing for. And I also was uh, temping into it. So in the corporate world during the summer, uh, when my peers were sweating at amusement parks, I was in nice air conditioned offices, uh, chatting it up with uh, various leaders uh, in business and, you know, stapling their papers and creating their Excel charts, all that fun stuff. And so I, I, I said I didn't want to go the route of athletic training because I didn't want to tape up athletes for the rest of my life. But I did want a, a career that is uh, business oriented, works with people, uh, helps improve an organization. And so I came across this wonderful world of HR. It, there was an early conference, a, a DC Sherm conference that I went to that opened my eyes to all the possibilities that could exist within a profession. And I was like, I'm just going to get my start in small business. So uh, that's how I got into the field. Very cool. I think we all need to go be that person that does the elementary school day. Yes. Go be an HR person. <laughs> I think oh, yeah, so, too. <laughs> I think so, too. I, think right. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen an HR person at a, at a school day event. I no. love it. It's great. Uh, so, Joey, you have owned your business now for almost a decade. What major challenges yeah. do you see your client, clients deal with day to day? What challenges do you experience then as well as a business owner? It's funny because I have a business that works with primarily small businesses and startups. And it's for a reason. It's like I, I love seeing businesses grow. And so when you do that and you focus on one particular niche, you start to understand the seasons and cycles of business, whether they're in one industry or another. But you know that because they're a certain size, they ask uh, the similar questions and they have very similar needs. So in in all honesty the 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 questions and problems that my clients face today are pretty much the same ones that they're facing that they faced 7 years ago when i started the business you know it's how do i scale what is this scary law that i have no idea how it impacts my business i need to fire a guy but he's been with me from the beginning and i don't know how to have that conversation with him or uh, even, even later this afternoon, I have to, um, let, <laughs> I have to let someone go because they are no longer needed on a project. So there's various aspects of the HR department that a small business just doesn't have. And so it's no different than, uh, large businesses because at the end of the day, we're talking with people, um, and making decisions that impact people's lives. But uh, the challenges are, are very much um, about structure and scale and uh, legal compliance, I'd say, are the, the big priorities. Just like everybody else. And is that – do you deal with those same types of issues, Joey? Yeah. So I know the other part of that was uh, what challenges do I face. Um, I think the biggest one that I face is uh, staying relevant in a, uh, a very competitive space. And when I say competitive, as a 
HR consultant, HR outsourcing provider, you're competing with the business owner who wants to do it themselves versus letting someone do it for them. Uh, you're competing with technology firms who don't necessarily sell what you offer, but sometimes they may market or advertise as such. And then, you know, there's the employee that's taking on um, HR responsibilities, even if they've never really trained to do that. So my biggest goal is relevancy and staying competitive. Um, I think that's the uphill battle that all entrepreneurs face. And so you just have to find creative ways to do that, whether it's social media, whether it's speaking, whether it's, um, you know, having a, a podcast, um, all, all these things to, you know, to continue to stay relevant. So having said that then, Joey, and especially with the focus that you have on on small businesses and startups, what do you think is the next big thing you're going to be dealing with? You know, you said a lot of the things you deal with now have been what you're dealing with in terms of scalability and, you know, understanding compliance. But what do you think the next big thing is What do you that you see coming? Yeah, so I think there are two things, honestly. Um, I guess one, I guess, will be from the people side and then the other can be on the tech side. Uh, as far as the people side goes... Um, business is really, really honing in on their uh, sexual harassment uh, and the way that they treat those claims in the workplace. Uh, I know Wendy and I, we had a conversation a few mm -hmm. months ago about this very topic, but uh, whether it's because the owner is having a change of heart and is, is understanding the importance of, of really doing investigations well. And then on the other side of that, a, a lot of Governments are saying, hey, if you have X amount of people on your team, you need to be having training, you need to follow these laws. And so whether the business owner is taking it upon themselves to be better at preventing harassment, government is also saying you need to be better at preventing harassment. So I think that's the big thing. Um, unfortunately, I think it's been a conversation that's uh, been overlooked, swept under the rug, not really valued. Um, and we're seeing that play out even in the public space and in um you know, in news outlets. But I, I think that's the biggest thing on the people side. Uh, on the tech side, you know, there's a lot of conversation about AI and the role that it'll play in, uh, in HR. And I, I think overall, I'm, I'm positive. I've got a positive vibe on, uh, AI. You know, we, we think that it's going to be a jobs killer and, you know, it's going to make it harder for HR people to be competitive. But at the end of the day, I really feel that that's not going to be the case and that uh, technology is going to help HR professionals uh, do their jobs at scale. Uh, and it's going to help alleviate some of the, the menial tasks that um, can really bog down your day as an HR professional. So those are my two hot takes on what's coming down the pipeline. Exciting. <laughs> I, yeah, I do like sure. seeing where like some of the AI that I've seen in some new uh, recruitment tools and just being having a way for candidates to ask quick questions, get some of that easy information that normally they'd have to call somebody for. You know, if you can get those quick, fast wins, I think you can get them in early and hook them and keep them. Agreed. I think that we're just seeing the yeah. tip of the iceberg with uh, with AI and HR. Yeah. And, it should be fun. You know, HR, don't be scared of it. <laughs> Not coming for your jobs. So turning no. a little bit to some of the other stuff, your your podcast, which is awesome, by the way. I've listened to it for a while. So now we get to you know turn the microphone on you. Tell us a little bit about what the draw was to start your podcast and what advice you would give to someone who's thinking about starting one. 
Oh, this is probably one of my favorite <laughs> questions. I started my podcast because it was my attempt to be one of the least selfish people in the world. And what I mean by that is in starting out a business and even just kind of how I grew in my professional life, I always thought that it was important to have people smarter than me telling me what I should do about X, Y, and Z. Um, so I've, I've always believed in the, you know, board of advisors kind of thing where you have people in your life that have accomplished what you want to accomplish and they're helping you get there. You know, you, you might call it board of advisors. You might call it mentors. Both are kind of the same in, in my life. So I, when there was a, a moment where I was sitting at a coffee table, I was in Starbucks one day and I'm like, you know, I'm growing my business. I get to chat with this expert and they're telling me everything I need to know where almost to the point where if you talk to the right people and you have the right people in your life, you kind of what you might spend four years in school to learn, you could get in a coffee shop conversation or, you know, you might spend four years of trial and error, you know, starting a business or trying to network in your field. And then you have a really great coffee shop conversation. And that person's like, no, I don't think you need to focus on that. You should do go, you should go this route. Or here's, here's this tool that I use. Or, Hey, let me connect you with this person. They'll help you get to the next step. The podcast, Business Life of Coffee was my, my desire to take those conversations that I was able to hoard for myself and open the, the table a bit to people to tune in to those conversations. Because really, as much as the conversations are about learning more about the person that I'm talking to, for me, it's free therapy, it's free consulting, it's free coaching. And so others get to peek in on that. And I feel it's my responsibility as a podcast host to ask the kind of questions that another person sitting at the table would want to ask if they could. So that's why I started Business Life and Coffee. With, it's to help share really good information that you might not get in a book, you might not get through a Google search, um, but you will get from sitting down with very successful people. Matter of fact, I, I was, uh, before our interview today, I was scrolling through Instagram as I'm probably doing, uh, 80, 80% <laughs> of my waking life. But there is a graphic that said, uh, someone posted sit with the winners. The conversation oh. is different. And so th that really, yeah, that stood out to me because I'm like, my podcast is all about getting winners to sit at the table and inviting you, the listener to ha to join in our conversation. That's why I do it. It's a labor of love to help people, uh, I say, build a, a better version of themselves as they build a better version of their business. I like that. I like that a lot. That's why we do it. Why well, I, I like having smarter <laughs> people than me on. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, see, now the rules are reversed. You guys are the smart people and I'm listening to y'all. So. <laughs> well, so not to take all the secrets away, but, I, you know, what do you tell folks when they say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this? What's the... What's the advice you give them? Oddly enough, people don't ask me a lot about starting a podcast. They ask mm -hmm. me about starting a business. And when I when they want to find out about starting a business, I route them to my podcast. Usually people are, are at the stage where they're like, I want to start a blog or I want to um, be an influencer of some sort. And then I actually am pitching them on starting a podcast because 
it, nowadays it's better to listen to audio content because it's less of a interrupter of your time. You can listen to a podcast while you're walking the dog. You can listen to a podcast while you're taking a shower. You can listen to a podcast while you're driving to work. You cannot read a blog <laughs> while you're walking the dog, while you're, <laughs> while you're taking a shower or while you're driving to work. At least you shouldn't. You shouldn't be on your cell phone. It's a medium that is going to pick up a lot of steam. And if you want people to really get to know you, it's, it's a lot better, I think, to, to have that over auditory and visual. If you can even do a video podcast or do some live streams, because as much as just about who you are and what you have to say, people want to have a connection with you. So I'm usually pitching people on doing a podcast as opposed to them asking me and saying, I think I want to start a podcast. That's kind of cool. Well, Joey, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the half hour question connection. First, All right. first question. Do you remember do how you first connected with us? Yes. The <laughs> answer is Twitter. Twitter chats. HR Twitter chats. They are chats. awesome. I, I just love those so much. But our first face-to-face -face would have been uh, in Chicago at, yes. the, uh, at the pizza spot. Dish. Mm. That was a lot of fun. That, yeah, and that was good pizza. And yeah. I was just, I'm still, I look back and I'm like, wow, that was a huge group of people. <laughs> Which was awesome. We were at least yeah. we were at least twenty deep, yeah. I, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of us. Joey, how's networking helped you in your career and what's been really effective for you when it comes to networking? Man, I, I think that networking is the tool that any professional needs to sharpen no matter where they are, because networking opens doors that hustle won't. And what I mean by that is the power of relationships is so important that uh, I often say it's not what you know or who you know, it's who knows what you can do. Just re relationships that I've been able to build with people has introduced me to new customers. It's um, introduced me to different influencer opportunities. It helped grow my business. I've been able to travel. Networking has really been the tool. If I look at myself and maybe peers that I know that I've started out with that are, dare I say, more talented than me and more and, and smarter than I am. <laughs> I was going to say more smarter, but then obviously that shows where I am as far as, yeah. But, um, but networking is super, super, super helpful. But what's been effective for my networking is, uh, I'd say the follow up. Uh, when you meet somebody, it's not just enough to have that initial touch point, but like really having some consistency in the way that you follow up with people. I'd shout out, uh, Steve Brown. I think he does it really well, uh, where, you know, he's got his, uh, HR tribe and HR on purpose. And, um, he's acknowledging a lot of the HR pros that he's come in contact with over the years, uh, on Twitter. The follow up is super, super key. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's, it's building that relationship with someone, you know, it's no longer about collecting cards. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. no, I don't even like cards these days. <laughs> now I'm like, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Yeah, or, let's uh, connect on LinkedIn. Come what's on. your Instagram? Because <laughs> like that way, you know, there's an instant connection. I know I can send you a message and uh, you can even set alerts mm -hmm. uh, for when people uh, tweet or when they send an Instagram out um, so you can engage with their content and get to know them a little better. So <laughs> that'd be a secret little life hack of uh, building, uh, definitely. building relationships on social media. So who do you follow, read, listen to 
for podcasts for HR insights. Well, obviously, <laughs> I listen to you all. That's uh, no question. I like what Janine Truitt's doing with her um, Zarina Live. Big fan of uh, stuff that Lars is doing. Steve Brown, Tim Sackett. There are a whole bunch of people that I'm blessed to be in rooms with that I'm actually like fans of their work. So um, a, a, a huge number of the Sharon bloggers and folks that have been on the blog crew for a year, Dave Ryan, Mike Haverman, like I'm just, I'm just fans of these guys. Like I'm talking to them, but I can't wait to just see what they produce. Um, so, so all of you all are on my, are my short list. Yeah. Checks in the mail, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm for real. I'm for real. I mean, we've, We've been like this. It's I call mm -hmm. the uh, convention like family reunion because That's right. we're all That's we're all right. doing our thing out in the world, but then we get to come together and hang for a few days. So it's it's just awesome. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? I enjoy giving back through. So I work with some of the the local student chapters. Uh, so I'll even travel. Uh, I've I've spoken at like Temple Sherm um, to talk with their students. I don't want to say, I guess giving back is, is somewhat all of your, uh, voluntary, but even being a professor for a while at Stony Brook University as an HR professor, that had been fun to do. Uh, but then also helping to shape, uh, what's going on at the Forbes School of Business and their HR program, uh, as an advisor, uh, that's incredibly redeeming. Um, as I, as I, think of scale and grow, I am more excited about helping create systems or helping to speak to groups of people than the one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Um, so I love opportunities where I can help a school program focus on, you know, what's the next big thing for HR and, and what does career readiness look like for, for the HR professional tomorrow? Um, so I That's love, I love cool. stuff like I love that. that. What is your favorite movie? I think I want to have some fun with this question. So what what would oh, you gosh. all guess is my favorite movie? Weekend at Bernie's. Well, that's a loaded question. Who knows? <laughs> Close. Kind of kind of same same era. Um oh, I actually believe it or not Scarface is my favorite movie. Okay. And and the reason why? Yeah, it's a good movie, Al Pacino. Good good reason it's a it's a lesson in humility and not being greedy. It's a it's a story of a guy who attempts to make it in America and get some success. Now, full disclaimer, especially as an HR <laughs> professional, he gets success doing the wrong things in life. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying I condone drugs, violence, and et cetera, et cetera. But it's the principles that uh that I you can get from it is um really don't be greedy. You know, don't be greedy. Uh, that's that's my that's my favorite movie. If, if, it, if it's playing somewhere, I'll watch it. Um, and then a close second would be um, the the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, I'm a huge Batman fan. I like the uh, Christian Bale version of Batman. And uh, okay, so I have to yeah, those are I, those I are my movies. Say, I was trying to figure out how Weekend how at Bernie's was close to Scarface. And I think you pulled it out with the greediness. Um, but <laughs> Did they... like, um, yeah, those two go together. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're both made in the eighties. Well, 
Yeah, there there are eighties movies of the eighties. Yeah, that's that's as I said. Uh, same same decade. Same. I, we might be able to pull it out there with the greediness because they both have that general theme to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joey, how about your favorite musician or band? Uh, that's a tough one, man. I'm a musician. So if I gave one person a favorite, I, I feel like I'm, um, just doing a disservice to all the other groups I, I like, but, um, a band that, um, I've loved for a long time and I recently just started picking back up again is, uh, Snarky Puppy. I don't Whoa, know. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, there was a season in my life where if they were gigging in my area, I was at their show, got to attend a few um, uh, workshops that they did. Uh, some of my friends actually went to the live recording um, so I can see them in the uh, the family dinner volume two DVD. But um, yeah, Snarky Puppy, Power I'd Google. say those are my favorite. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, so, so. So John and I were nerding out, but um, for those of you who don't know Snarky Puppy, uh, they are a very talented, talented, eclectic music group. You might consider them jazz, but they swing through a lot of different genres. They have a song with, oh man, I forget her name, but they have a song that won a Grammy called Something in Common. And the woman that sang the on the vocals, she actually sang a harmony she sang like a two or three part harmony with her vocals <laughs> and all right so i've got a i can get nerdy about like two things in life there's music and it in hr so like for a, a single person to sing two or yeah. three notes at once like wow. it just blew well, my mind yeah, i will, it's, I will it's, have to google it because i have impossible. not heard of them but uh, always so. up for some new music that's all my right. favorite band yeah uh how about a favorite tv show <laughs> I don't watch TV as much. Um, so usually if I'm watching TV, that's like <laughs> bonding time with my wife. So I guess the question would be, uh, what's my wife's favorite TV show? <laughs> I guess like Game of oh. Thrones. Um, we're working through, oh, House of Cards. That was fun to go through. Good choices. Well, Joey, we're going to have to nerd out over music together at some point down the road because I think between you saying Snarky Puppy and yeah. Mary Faulkner saying Sig Sig Sputnik, we've opened up all kinds of doors for people with this show. And I love it. Uh, I got a lot of a lot of my friends that are trombone players are into Snarky Puppy, you know, I, for obvious reasons, I guess. But that's like a yeah. huge thing, in the, especially in the trombone community for whatever reason. But yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Yeah. So if you're when you're not watching Scarface or or the Batman movies, not listening to Snarky Puppy, not watching whatever the wife has on. What else do you like to do outside of work? I love to travel. I love hitting up good coffee shops. I'm I'm reading blogs or uh, on social media, spending time with family. Yeah, yeah. I, I travel an inordinate amount um, and not like across various countries, but like different spots in the U.S. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. All right. Final question. If you weren't practicing HR... What do you think you'd be doing professionally? I would be in marketing. I love marketing. I, there's something about it of, of how do you convince people to take action? How do you uh, explain and bring buzz to a product or a service? 
you know, as an entrepreneur, you've got to cover all your bases, you know, accounting, legal, marketing, sales, et cetera, et cetera. And I find myself being more drawn to marketing things. So I'm reading marketing books. I'm helping people when they build their business. I always help them with their marketing. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that would, that's what I'd be doing. I was like, I have no doubt, Joey, mm -hmm. having, having watched, you know, kind of watched you over the last bit of time that no doubt you would be very, very successful in that too. And I also want to say you were successful in surviving this conversation. You know, got through the question connection. You made it through the conversation at large and, and we can't thank you enough for taking part, uh, you know, especially as a, fellow podcaster, like Wendy said, we're big fans of, of you and your show and just everything you're doing and appreciate you taking time with us. For those listeners of ours that aren't following you, don't know you yet, what's the best way for them to, to get in touch? You can find me on most social channels at Joey V Price HR. Uh, so that'll be Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn at uh, linkedin.com slash in slash Joey V Price. And uh, really, you could Google me and um, <laughs> a various number of things will come up. Usually all good things like my podcast is Business Life and Coffee podcast. And then uh, Jumpstart HR is my company. And we've got a, a pretty active blog there. So uh, feel free to connect at any point. And if I can help you mm -hmm. in any way, uh, for sure, let's have that conversation. <laughs> Just Google. And we will be sure to add all that to the show notes. I'm not going to write Google, Google me. Them, but I'll there put we go. Else no. <laughs> Wendy, how about yeah. you? What, for those folks out there that, that aren't, aren't in touch with you yet, what's the best way to reach you? Well, I hope you'd all uh, follow my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And then, of course, you will find me on Twitter uh, on the fourth Sunday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for the HR Social Hour Twitter chat, and I'm there as Wendell93. How about you, John? Easiest way to find me is go to hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. You'll find all the links to my social there. And while you're there, listen to a show, rate and review. Give us more publicity and more uh, more love. It helps us very. It helps a lot. It helps to continue yes. to, to boost the signal, and that's all we can ask each and every week of you to do. So, again, thanks for being with us tonight. And so for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. Network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you soon. <laughs>